Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today... He is a fellow Cracked editor who sits at the desk behind me at work. He also knows everything there is to know about movies, and if I'm not mistaken, he might own an AK-47. How neat is that? Ladies and gentlemen, David Christopher Bell. Also joining me, she's been on the show a lot, but it's been a long time, because she was doing a bunch of shows in Europe like some kind of fancy traveler. But she's back in the States, and she's on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, Maria Shahada. It's going to be a great show. You'll forage for something while we're recording. Should we all just be chewing during this? Yeah, I think that's uh, we're recording, so I don't, I don't know why everyone's not chewing. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Maria. Maria Shahada's here. Yay! Holy shit, it's been a long time. I know. You've been in Europe. Yep. Fun. <laughs> How is the queen doing? Uh, we only had lunch once, but she seemed to be a little bored. Yeah. Just with everything. Did anyone, like, mention the show or anything while you were there? Um, like, I don't... It's weird, actually. Like, now that you brought it up completely randomly. Yes! Oh, did they? It was mentioned. Oh, tell me about that. Well, I was in... Where was I? The first one was in Birmingham. Not Birmingham. Sure. Birmingham. Birmingham. Uh, somebody Terrible came out the to see me. Segregation <laughs> he said he saw. I was there on a Friday, and he said he saw on Thursday that I was going to be in town. But he knew he recognized me from the podcast, and really? he was like freaking out. He said something really nice, like ridiculously too nice. It was like something like because he's a teacher professor. He was like it would be like walking into my lecture hall and seeing Mark Marin doing a podcast. He was like you were just in my backyard. Like right there, and I was wow. like, "Wow, yeah, that was a huge compliment." I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> I'll go with that." Me, Mark Marin, same thing. Nice, um, but yeah, so he came out and he was very excited, and he 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 really loves you. Um, sure, sure. I didn't, we didn't really bond on that, but like, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, was he the one who agrees with your rape opinions on rape? <laughs> we can just cut it there. <laughs> Turns out and he's on your side thank about you, the rape, Good night. <laughs> and he's on Cosby's side. So, but I'm, my rape joke. There was another everyone. guy. There was another guy in Liverpool who like got me booked in Liverpool because he was roommates with the Booker. <laughs> Talk about rape. It's people on his, <laughs> on his website. And his uh, and he he uh, they were like, have you ever heard of Maria Shahada? And they were like, and he was like, oh yeah, she's on unpopular opinion all the time. Like she's funny, Booker. And so I got booked in Liverpool. Nice. Um, so you have two fans. <laughs> so I think you could say you owe that whole tour to me. I kind of do. At least at least a couple of those shows. Yeah. I feel good about that. <laughs> I feel good. David Bell, you're here. How's it going? Hit it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. 
when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why this segment is called This Week in Me, and it's about to get really intense. I feel like we kind of cut you off, David, though. He hasn't been on the show in a while, either. Well, yeah. He hasn't been on in a while, either. Have you not been on since we've done been doing this to people? No, just bombarding them with just the show. Like, I just kind of walked into it, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It just took me a second to realize that we're, we're like, doing it right now. Oh, you didn't even know we were recording yet. No. <laughs> you thought totally I was just talking to Adam? No. I don't actually like Adam. We're yeah. just co-hosts. Yeah. We have to be here. Fair yeah. enough. Co-hosts? Yeah, I'm a co-host. We'll go with that. <laughs> Get off my I'm, corner. I'm, I am a... Uh, <laughs> Get off my corner shot. <laughs> Brett, nobody likes you. I know. That's not true. Some people like Brett. All right. My column this week is about stories that shatter your image of famous companies or companies that have weird dark sides. I never know with the titles. Like, I write one title, and then it goes through a whole thing, and they change the title. So don't fucking cry to me in the comments section if I said the title's going to be one thing, and then it's something different. They think there's a specific title guy now. Um, like the a, title guy! Yeah. Well, I saw something this morning. I saw a comment that said, title guy strikes again, and I don't know what, it was, what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I like that they think we'd hire just a guy for titles. Just Should. That's his job. I want to be a title guy. Yeah, I think I would be awesome. Do you have what it takes? <laughs> yeah. Come up with the number followed by an adjective. You should see my tweets. They often come in under 120 characters. I'm really good at being brief. You should probably do that. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. So they think there's a guy who's just fucking with the populace? I think so. I the think title guy. Yeah. Yeah, and they're always just like, oh, he's trolling us, that title guy. Like, Why would we operate our business in that manner? I don't know. We're just tr- going to troll our audience with titles today. <laughs> like, we don't have better fucking things to do. Do you know how much money this place makes? None. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time. It's hemorrhaging <laughs> we- into the Raider Bank account. <laughs> so, wait, I'm sorry, time. so you don't have somebody who comes in and writes the titles? No, no, no we not have... Like, not like just a specific It's like person. a team effort. There's a lot of people um, who write titles, and then we do things. There's reasons we change the titles. Get off our back. It's business. Goddamn. That's the dark underside of crack.com. Yeah. There's not a title guy. (laughs) Title team. I'm so disappointed. The titles just write themselves. We don't know how it happens. There's a sorting hat. There's a big loom (laughs) upstairs that Morgan Freeman mans, and it spits out the titles. That is a reference to the movie uh, Wanted. Wanted, Yeah, that I know that. Yeah. I hate that I don't know that. It's a really, really average movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's up there. Anyway, <laughs> stories that shatter your image of famous companies. Who should we talk about first? I like the Target story. Yeah, Target is pretty shitty to their employees, which no one ever talks about. Everyone talks about Walmart being some kind of evil empire, and they are, but Target is also pretty fucking awful. I actually worked at Target for so did I. about a year. You have. Why haven't you, you worked, Adam? Shut up. Shut up. What did you do at Target? <laughs> I uh, processed credit card applications. That sounds awful. No, I just sat at a desk in an office. Oh, okay. I wasn't even in a store. I stocked the shelves. Oh, yeah. Fuck that noise. That was actually, I got to say, like compared to like cashier or any of those other jobs, like that was pretty chill because you could willingly get kind of lost in the store. Like you could take, you could take your own breaks because you just got a cart shit from, you know, the back 
to wherever the yeah. aisle, random aisle is. So you can just like take the long route, hide in the bathroom. Like there was a lot of opportunities for slacking off. I in did that. that. Position. I yeah. worked at a big box store called Meyer, just like another Walmart. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I was, it was like one of my first jobs though. I don't even think I was eighteen yet. Like. A friend's mom got me the job, and uh, I didn't know how. I didn't know what working was, <laughs> so <laughs> I remember just like staring at people working while I was supposed to be working. And then I would just sit in the back and just hide in like the big warehouse area in the back. I would just kind of find a little cubby hole and take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> that seems nice. smart. Yeah, I never worked at a big retailer like that, but I worked at a McDonald's inside a Walmart once, Ugh. Mm. which is like though my my store fun. is the Pizza Hut Express inside of the Target. Nice. That's my jam. You can find me there. <laughs> Wednesdays, Wednesdays, twenty four seven. Well, what I liked about the um, I, the the suicide one was very sad, though. Oh yeah, 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 right. yeah. There's uh, there's a lot to target. There's first there's the the union busting. That's another thing people give Walmart shit for. But Target's pretty good at it too. They had one store that almost became a union store, and they shut it down for seven months for renovation. And there was one other store in the country that was going through that same renovation, and it was shut down for like two weeks. And they oh, never wow. they never really explained why it had to be shut down that long, other than um, our employees are a bunch of communists who want to join a union. What I liked about it was the manager who was talking about how Target would give them these unrealistic sales goals just to keep you yeah. feeling like shit about yourself. Yeah. So that you didn't think you were owed anything or that you went somewhere else. They just kind of like mentally fucked you like a boyfriend would. Yeah. Just like you're not you're not very pretty. You know that, right? Re- I mean, like you're kind of ugly. You're lucky I'm here with you. <laughs> you know? What kind of dudes are you dating? No, Jesus no, 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 no. But that's what guys do. They like mentally like they mentally like will fuck with a girl so that she doesn't have any self-esteem and then, and then keeps her. That's and that's what Target was doing. That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible <laughs> to be able to apply those tactics to a business setting. Yeah impressive target yeah they also like you said they kind of inspired a kid to kill himself because they have this policy what is this i didn't i guess i didn't read this part uh they have this policy or this thing they do where if someone is accused of wrongdoing like uh stealing they never really even said what this kid was accused of but they uh show up and handcuff you and like walk you through the store past all the other employees to a back room where they interrogate you and then walk you back out in handcuffs, take you to a police station. And in this kid's case, they took him to a police station and didn't charge him. I think he got into an altercation with another anything. employee. Wow. Yeah. And this kid had Asperger's, and uh, he killed himself three days later. But how much of that was Target, and how much of that was the straw that broke the camel's back? Because you're yeah. not going to just kill yourself after being embarrassed. I mean, if you come up Some with people shitty, do. How old was this kid? I mean, the he was, ca- the, the, he was a the teen. Countless title guys we've been through. Because yeah. we shamed Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, run it like such a There are actually shop. six fun facts about whatever is <laughs> yeah. five. There was a fire once, and they were all locked inside. Yeah. It was tragic. We get oh. like ten title guys, and then we just wait, and we get usually like one good one out of that, because they all just slowly die. Yeah, and we execute the yeah. rest. But with Target, Target employs a lot of teenagers, I assume. Yeah. Yes. Um, And I remember my first job. That's why I shop there. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> I'm just joking, everybody. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was fun. <laughs> that was a nice, yeah, it was a nice little moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, my first job was a Cinemark, and I remember I got in trouble there for drinking on the job, and they were very nice to me, 
because they knew, like, I was, like, 17. Like, and it was their job as a place that employs a bunch of teenagers to sort of teach you, in a way, how, how what it means to work somewhere. Like, they knew it was sort of a learning experience. But at the same time, they're trying to make money. So it's this weird balance. Like, Target, they employ a lot of teenagers. You'd think they'd have feel some sort of responsibility towards that fact. But they're a large corporation that can't really do it on a case-by-case thing. I guess that's actually what I enjoyed about working at Target, is that you never felt guilty calling out a Target. You wake up hungover and you just call out because they don't give a shit. Yeah. It's automated. But it's that weird, it's impersonal, but they it feels like they have some sort of responsibility to their employees if they're hiring a bunch of teenagers. And if they're going to drag them to jail in front of everybody, that's just fucked up. I think Target as a company wasn't on board with that. Yeah. It's just what happened to be doing, like, at that company. Yeah. That specific, there's just one asshole guy who probably mentally abuses his wife. Probably. Um, Let's just say yes. Let's say he does that. And he gets like this weird sense of power. So did L. Ron Hubbard, by the way. I watched that um, documentary last night. L. Ron Hubbard abused his wife? No way. What a surprise. Can you believe it? (laughs) That is a shock. Huh. Oh, that is amazing. I was, that's, yeah. Speaking of cults, uh, if you do read this column, you should check out, I put in a Target anti-union propaganda video. We can't listen to it because it is 13 dreadful fucking minutes long. And it's basically these two Target associates, like good cop, bad copping prospective employees about unions. Like the chick will be like, you know, there's already laws in place that do what unions do. So you would just be paying, you know, money for stuff you don't need. And then the white dude comes on and is like, and I don't know what their business plan is. Yeah, I said business. It's a business. Like, <laughs> fucking take it easy, man. It, it's so great. It's just back and forth. Like, she's like, you know, you really don't need them. And then he just comes in like, Argh! slamming union workers against the wall. <laughs> fucking great. And they show all their employees this? Yeah, yeah. It was, I don't, I'm sure they don't now. But it was for a long time. It was like their anti-union training video that they uh, make you sit through. Everyone sat through those training videos before if you've had a job, right? I don't think I've ever yeah. sat through one. I had to do a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> for this job. You did? <laughs> no. Yeah, of course. I didn't even have to take a drug test for this job. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else about Target? There's lots of fun stories. I mean, not just about Target. Oh, okay. It was like about Target? Yeah. No. Yeah, the Target doesn't have a lot going on. Just Target in general? I mean, there's a movie <laughs> called Career Opportunities. You ever see Career Opportunities? I have it not seen it. It was written by John Hughes. It gen- had Jennifer Connelly in it, and it takes place at a Target. It was in, like, 90s. In the 90s, when apparently Target still existed. Or It's thriving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it it's was not like Radio a Midwest Shack. company or something at first. It's a good movie. It's a guy who works at a Target overnight, and it gets robbed, I think. Sure, written sure. by John Hughes. He was kind of checking out at that point. Obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jen that's... Connolly. What's up, girl? Yeah. Jennifer Connolly. Are we going to stop shopping at Target now? How about those eyebrows? No, because we don't have Walmarts in Southern California. We have Targets. Yeah. yeah. That's all we got. Mm. Sam's Club. Fuck Sam's no Club. No mom and pop. Sam's Club and Walmart are the same thing. We have I Sam's know. Clubs, but not Walmart? There's a few more Sam Club, Sam's Clubs in LA and than... I haven't been Target. to Walmart in such a long time. It's kind of a bummer there. That's <laughs> that's the thing is like <laughs> Target tries yeah. not to be kind depressing. Yeah, like, Target. They, yeah. they at least try to clean up and stuff. And, like Walmart, it's just they don't even straighten up oh, before God, you get there. Yeah. There's fucking dishes everywhere. Dirty dishes. <laughs> Dirty Walmart dishes. Mm. Let's talk about another 
evil company. I don't think I included this in the email completely, but I had a thing about McDonald's and money laundering. And I looked into it more, and what's actually happening is Russia is just taking all their anti-American anger out on McDonald's. Every time the U.S. like imposes sanctions or does anything to make Russia mad... They just start fucking with McDonald's. Like they, t- <laughs> they took the fillet of fish off the menu once. They were like, it does too many calories. Like that's your biggest fucking worry with a fillet of fish. It's the calories. That's Lake Pigeon. Does that like really fuck with McDonald's if they can't sell a fillet of fish? Well, yeah. First, they went in and uh, made them take all these all these menu items like off the menu because they said they were underreporting the calorie content. And then a few weeks later, there were more sanctions, and they just shut a bunch of stores down. And then. After that, they launched an investigation into the Ronald McDonald House charity and accused them of money laundering. But they based it on the fact that on a tax form that the Ronald McDonald House charity had posted on their own website in one of the boxes that they checked other. So they're like, we got to investigate them. That's fraud. <laughs> that is like, do you know yeah. how fraudulent you have to be for Russia to investigate you for fraud? Well, yeah. Like, they kill people who disagree with them. <laughs> this is not a legitimate corruption concern. They are just fucking with McDonald's. Yeah, so McDonald's is the victim here. Yeah, wow. which is so weird. Like, I'm not used to... But they did find that they were, they were we laundering... Should, I think we should go drug money. to support them like, yeah. right after the podcast. No, you might be... There was another story I sent about a guy in Milwaukee who was laundering drug money through a McDonald's. Oh, so just, just they're but just getting fucked with in Russia. Yeah, the Russia thing, they have no basis for it. They're just like... Just being dicks. America... That's McDonald's. McDonald's Let's fuck is with like, McDonald's. They shouldn't fuck with McDonald's. Fucking with McDonald's in Russia, fuck with America. It's like because it's an American company. So, they were like the but like, first. Does that really fuck with our. But government? they're like the. But when Russia was finally opened up to outside investors, America uh, McDonald's was like the first American company to really set up shop there. So to people in Russia, it's like a symbol of America. Right. Like everything they want to do to us. They can just, like, work that aggression out by fucking with McDonald's. Like, they wanted McDonald's to register as a foreign agent. Like, they've been there since the 80s. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, they should register as a foreign agent. Why? Because America's fucking with Russia now. So now they're fucking with McDonald's. And it should make you angry to an extent. But it's still McDonald's, so fuck them. But the thing that's that's most bothersome is the people in Russia don't really hate McDonald's the way we do. Because they're just happy to have a cheap place to eat. So it's still really popular there. So they're like taking one of the only affordable food options away from their people. So they're fucking with their own people because it's it's people who it's it's Russians who work there. Yeah, I yeah. Russian franchise owner maybe. Yeah, yeah. So so the, I just shoot themselves in the foot. I don't I don't I don't get how that. It feels like someone who like is angry at work and comes home and kicks their dog. Yeah, that's McDonald's that's a just, lot. What it feels like. Yeah, they're just, just like who can we fuck with? Yeah. McDonald's. You're I McDonald's. think they should fuck with. Us before they fuck with McDonald's. And McDonald's is, has the you know the chance of being a like a country with maybe they power. are gonna fuck with. I mean, they want that super highway. I mean, in the in the I f- f- yeah, I feel like if they went to war with McDonald's, they'd probably lose. I love that. Yeah, I said in the that, future, like, they need when the corporations are, are countries, I think McDonald's will probably be one of the more powerful countries. Like, I don't know why they want to they want to kick a future superpower like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point. So yeah, I'm McDonaldian. So it just doesn't fit your premise then. McDonald's is victim well i changed the title okay. to uh we changed the title to change your title guy famous companies because okay. i did we find something out about guy. mcdonald's in the past well no this is not just mcdonald's it's um 
fast food restaurants in general. This yeah. is why I figured this. It is seems like a good place to do something shady because in the past like year, let's see, one, two, three, four. I found four four instances of people just finding bags of money in the drive through at McDonald's. Well, um, I need just to go accidentally to getting McDonald's. bags of money. Yeah, not just McDonald's. Whose mom do I have to call well. to make that happen? <laughs> and yeah, it seems like there's just something shady happening. Oh, and a Taco Bell. It was a Taco Bell as well. Well, there's just a, sh- a Taco Bell opening in your neighborhood is shady. Yeah. That right off the bat is kind of a sketchy situation. How else are you supposed to pay for it in the drive-thru? You throw a sack of money through the door. <laughs> through the little window. They give you a they sack give, of money. Yeah, they give you the sack of money instead of your food. But see, that's like... Oh, what's, oh I see. Yeah. What's different Actually, about... Which, which ones do, do that? All of them, apparently. Okay. Yeah. See, what's different about that is it's hard to hold that against McDonald's personally because that's just employees doing what fast food employees do, which is sell drugs, deal drugs. I wonder yeah, what you true. have to ask for so the guy knows specifically to give you a bag of money. What's the secret menu item for a bag of money? Yeah, how great would it be to nail that? <laughs> it, it has to be something no one would ever order. So you'd be like a salad, six, <laughs> right. a salad. A salad and a milk, please. Can I get a vegetarian Mexican pizza? No. Can I get a veggie burger? That sounds good. <laughs> vegetarian Mexican pizza? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it works. would just be like cheese and peppers and things. It's delicious. It's Can I get the vegan? Because that would, that would suck, a vegan Mexican pizza. Vegan anything. It's pretty awful. Yeah. Pretty awful. So they're just selling drugs through the drive-thru at Taco Bell. Sure. Yeah, so you, sure. you maintain that uh, McDonald's is sketchy. sketchy. I think they're all sketchy. I think because they are. They're franchises. They're do you think there's a rise in this since uh, Breaking Bad? I could see that. I just feel like everybody's like, I want to do that. <laughs> I have I have no basis for you it. You had weird emphasis yes. on Breaking Bad there. You what do you mean? You said, on Breaking Bad? Breaking like, Bad? Breaking Bad? <laughs> like you said, it's just a weird, weird cadence. I don't know. Let's move on. No, did anybody else think my cadence was weird there? Yeah, everyone no. did. They're just too uncomfortable. <laughs> it made them so uncomfortable they can't even say anything. Breaking Bad? <laughs> Breaking bad. Breaking bad. (laughs) Breaking bad. Okay, go on, David Bell. Breaking bad. (laughs) Breaking bad. Breaking bad. (laughs) Okay, what were we saying, Dan? No, I was just looking at my notes and I realized there's another thing. McDonald's uses, um, and a lot of companies do, use prison labor for their, like, um, plastic silverware and stuff. Um, So I was... I was just theorizing that it's like a big cycle, like that they have their drug dealers and they go to prison and then they make McDonald's uh, silverware. That's at least what I'm hoping. <laughs> I have nothing to base that. So it's off a big. Of, but you're, you're it's a big. Yeah, it's a slavery. Big, you're yeah. saying McDonald's are slave it's a big owners. Skin. Yes, I could get behind that. Like that doesn't seem like sure. that bold of an accusation sure. to make. Let's go on record: McDonald's uh, slave owners. Slave owners. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Sad, but goddamn. They make a cheeseburger, don't they? Right? Do they? So Oof. good. Do they, though? Ooh, their triple cheeseburger is one of my favorites. It's so modest and, like, you can... Modest? S- like, you don't look... Modesty in a cheeseburger? You don't look crazy... <laughs> I need opulence. In-your-face cheeseburger. <laughs> you don't look crazy eating McDonald's triple cheeseburger. Like, you could throw no. down on that as a oh, snack and no one's Like, there's even- three patties, three pieces of cheese. But they're so small. But it small. doesn't... It's not, like, ridiculous. It's not like a... Carl's Jr. Yeah, it's not like so you a, feel like you need to have a like, second one, even though the, even though the original triple cheeseburger probably has enough calories for a meal. No one's counting calories at McDonald's. I'm not. No. Like if you're counting calories at McDonald's, you're at the wrong place. I'm not like counting them, but I'm just generally aware. I'm trying to be aware towards the end of the day. 
I think these have been enough calories. I think the the thought is always haunting you if you're in a McDonald's, but it's in the back of your head. Like you're not going there to count calories. You've made your decision. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's oh, a, yeah, yeah. a general shame, but you're not. Which is why Adam used the word modest. Yeah. Ma- it's a very it's just an <laughs> inconspicuous little triple cheeseburger. Like a little triple little cheeseburger pocket could, size could mini triple cheeseburger mini, I call it. Okay, let's talk about the next thing. I don't know which of these two who's fucking phone keeps going off it's not mine. Mine. i'm gonna murder i'm i'm, I'm gonna murder someone. prepared for this i thank turned you. off my phone thank you i don't know which of these two i like more let's talk about pepsi first pepsi for a long time they had trouble like catching up to coke in terms of market share and the way they finally did it they like exploited the fact that coca-cola was so racist that all of their ads either just ignored black people or depicted them like as really negative stereotypes. So Pepsi was just like, what if we just treat black people like actual people? And so they started doing ads that just had like black families drinking Pepsi. They did one that had like leaders throughout history. Hashtag black money matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, just by doing that, they like caught caught up with Coke. Just by, I not, think the by not being shitty. Is, and this was making... the 1940s when you could still get murdered for that kind of thing the whole company of pepsi getting murdered for uh you know what i'm pandering mean. to black audiences <laughs> i don't <laughs> i i think uh the the biggest thing they did was turn coke into a racist company because yeah. that empowers black people a little bit to be like oh well fuck them i'm gonna this is where my these are where my dollars are going yeah pepsi also it's the 1940s so like no one else was doing that at yeah. the time so they're like they were inventing just pandering this guy that was hired, his name was Edward Boyd. He was the guy who headed up the team that put together all of this advertising. And what you mentioned that they pointed out Coke as a racist company, he did that. He uh, distributed this Time Magazine report about a Coke executive raising a toast to uh, a segregationist governor in Georgia. And then tacked onto it all this stuff about how Coke doesn't hire black people. And that shit worked. Pepsi's market share shot way up. In Chicago, they actually overtook coke for a while did pepsi uh hire black people no of course not oh, yeah no. well the guy the guy who was who headed all this up was black oh he was black yeah the guy uh the guy who hired him his name was walter mack he was the president of pepsi and he's gonna provide us a great ending to this story in a second <laughs> but uh he hired this edward boyd guy to uh kind of go out with that specific purpose they start the article i read about this it starts by saying that walter mack is like a progressive he was like a progressive guy who supported progressive causes and uh what i point out in the column is that it's important to remember this is still corporate america in the 1940s we're talking about so at one point when pepsi was making all these strides to uh endear themselves to the black market people within the company and their various vendors and things started getting weird about it so at a meeting at the waldorf astoria walter mack in front of like 500 pepsi bottlers said uh don't worry we aren't interested in letting this become a mm, drink Ooh. yeah but let's make the movie about him and how he yeah and how he saved yeah he saved soda for yeah America. so it starts out like they take all these pains to point out that this guy was so progressive and then at the end he's just hurling the n-word around like nah fuck him we just wanted, to, we just wanted to sell some soda but what five-year-old wasn't hurling around that word like it was apple pie in 1941 who hurls around apple pie <laughs> 
Yeah, you eat I don't that. know. I'm thinking about something that happened, something that is a, a 1941 thing. We have pie now. You have an apple so. pie in front of you. You eat that. Not, yeah, a, big, not a big apple pie guy. No? Come on. What, any pies at all? No. Pumpkin. Not really. Pumpkin's like I don't like pie. I don't like eating the crunchy, mushy oh, remnants the of the of the apple. It okay. feels like I'm eat, like eating someone's tongue. It's too complicated. Too complicated. Yeah, yeah I get what you're talking tongue. about. Tongue. I feel like you've never eaten no. someone's tongue before. I ha- I've eaten tongue before. Cow tongue. Gross. Yeah. Well, it, was it just exactly has the consistency. You think of it. Like, you bit your rough. tongue before. Yeah, I have. So you, you you know. Yeah. I like combination textures. <laughs> food. <laughs> That's a bold stance. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like um, pan-fried noodles because, like, some of the noodles are soggy, but then the, there's some on the outer edge are, like, crispy. And fucking, it's good. <laughs> Do you want to give me more examples of warring textures? Yeah. Sometimes I, I put crispex into a bowl and I let it sit and I add more so that it's soggy <laughs> and crispy. It's the best of both worlds. Do you yeah. really do that? Yeah. <laughs> when I eat cereal, basically the second that milk touches... The bowl, it's a race to finish it because I don't want to eat soggy no, cereal. I love soggy cereal. Yeah, I don't mind when cereal gets a little soggy. The girlfriend eats, she pours it in, and she lets it sit for I a let minute. Mine sit. And then she takes a bite, and then she puts it down, does some other shit for a minute. I'm like staring at her like she's a fucking maniac. Terrible. I don't know. I mean, like you're just like watching your girlfriend eat and do other things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just staring. You I'm, are the fucking maniac. I probably have Asperger's, so I'm just, I'm just standing. I'm like this kid from the Target. I'm, I'm just staring. I'm just sitting in between her. This bowl. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? You just poured it out. You just poured all the milk in there. I recently Now you're going to do shit? Terrible. (laughs) It sticks with you, this stuff. The stuff that bothers you. I recently watched somebody wash dishes by like... He he wiped the soap like with soap and then just put it in Ugh. the dish thing and I was like what you're not gonna rinse it off and he was like no the soap just falls no it doesn't it falls off of it unless <laughs> he's put unless the dish thing he's putting it in is a dishwasher no then just he one is of those racks working with faulty logic and like that's stuck in my head to this day <laughs> just like yeah can you taste soap that's, when you eat like what how his parents failed him like that's the parenting <laughs> failing yeah. them or like his dad fucking with him just being like yeah just leave the soap on it's, it was just a, to me so. such a guy thing to, just like you don't see it anymore so it's not there yeah. <laughs> and he, it did fall off but it's like if you fill your glass isn't there little suds that come in yeah it's mm. nah I'm still just like, why? Just rinse it. Just rinse it. Like in my head. Just freaking out. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. I also don't understand people who they have the glass or, or the mug of, of coffee. Then they just put it in the sink without without doing the splash of water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? My roommate never rinses. Like, just like. Just, just all you have to do. If you don't want to clean it right now, don't. You don't have to. Just a shot of water, and it's and you're not going to be complaining about why there's oh why there's coffee it's just stained on the bottom of my thing. That's, that's all I need too. It's just like it, it makes your life so much easier later. It's just like give it a little squirt of water and then like let it sink. <laughs> it loosens so it because I think I'm crazy. I'm just like why can't you just? Does it cat that does cat do that? does that man? She just lets her like cheese and shit dry oh. on the plate. And oh, like, just that's the worst. Give it a quick a quick just, shot of water, especially stuff like that. You, you don't get have that. to clean it right now. Just right. put it in the sink and. Put Put a little bit of water on top. <laughs> I'm horrified. I'm gonna next Sorry, time I love, on the I show. Love, I'm gonna yeah, yell at her, please. She, I think she needs another exorcism. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> Sounds like she is possessed. <laughs> yeah. I'm beginning to side with her parents on this. Kind of a human. Kind yeah. of a human doesn't just rinse it for a quick second. Yeah, you gotta rinse it. That's weird because I use that as an excuse to not wash it too. As you you, <laughs> you pour water in it, and you're like, it needs to soak. I can't wash it. 
It has to soak. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Like, it's irresponsible to right try now. to wash it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the manpower you would expend. Exactly. You could get so many other projects done. Exactly. In that soaking time. I totally agree. I totally agree. I had to look away so I could chew the Cheeto I have in my mouth. <laughs> Why? Chocolate Just, rain type stuff going on. It. We chew on episodes Chocolate that rain. On. Chocolate rain video. Chocolate uh, rain. That's and then he pulls his head away. That's the only good part of that video. I didn't, Whatever, guys. <laughs> I didn't memorize the video the way you did. I don't know what chocolate rain is. It was a popular internet thing we don't have to go like 2005 it. or something yeah. like that. oh okay back before the internet mattered because mm. i wasn't writing on it at the time <laughs> ha boom let's talk about the last one my favorite tgi fridays oh yeah tgi fridays unbelievably is on record is the first singles bar in the nation the guy who started it started it with the intention of meeting pan am stewardesses he was a dude who lived in New York. He was in his 30s. He was single. And at the time... Alan Stillman opened the first TGI Fridays in 1965. He lived in a neighborhood with many airline stewardesses, fashion models, secretaries, See? and other young single people on the east side. And at the time, going out and meeting people meant you either went to a cocktail party at some motherfucker's apartment or you went to a dive bar. And women don't go to dive bars in the 60s. So he was like, uh, I'm just going to open my own bar and meet women there. And he did, and he, like, catered to, like, singles in their 20s and 30s, and it exploded. Like, there were people lined up around the block to get in to motherfucking TGI Fridays. Imagine having to wait in line, and there was, like, a big black guy there, and he's like, ID. Five dollars. <laughs> At let TGI me get... Fridays. No, let me stamp your hand. Was it? No, your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just like a good, clean place to fuck in the bathroom, basically. It was. Like, um, it was, it was just... the first place to fuck in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, it feels like they didn't right, know they yeah. they didn't know how like dirty they could get yet. Yeah. It was just a fucking madhouse, which blows my because first... you never hear that about TGI Fridays. They're the first company to do like ladies' night. Yeah. Um, That's just because some hornball, uh, the Tom Cruise's character from Cocktail is based off this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew That's that. I, I I remember hearing about that. About like yeah, the the first from TGI bar he works at in that movie, they show an exterior shot of it. It's this first TGI Fridays. Yeah, and it's crazy to us, but like there wasn't any other TGI Fridays in every suburb across America. And actually, when I went to um, Belgium and there was like the the big main square, there was a TGI Fridays there, and it made me sad. Yeah, these big old beautiful buildings, and then that red and white stripe. If you would have went there, I'd be so mad at you. No, I would never go there. I could see that. I could see. I would wait in line. Is this guy still alive? Uh, yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think he's. I wonder what alive. he feels about this because it's well, he, he's like Oppenheimer, like he's watching his creation. Just what is his name for terrible things? Well, he said what happened. There's a documentary on Netflix called "Nothing Can Hurt Me." It's about a band called Big Star, and they uh, were a really influential band in the '70s that no one knows about. And in that documentary, the second TGI Fridays, which he opened in Memphis, like they show pictures from that TGI Fridays in Memphis in this documentary about the band. And there's, like, dudes with no shirts just, like, flexing in front of the camera. And it's very clearly a TGI Fridays. Like, it's still all, like, they've had the same fucking wood paneling forever. The red and white tablecloths. Like, everything you expect at a crazy-ass 70s rock club. But it's a TGI Fridays, and it's the weirdest fucking thing to look at. And then they opened one in Dallas where the same kind of shit happened. There was, like... 
there were dudes who would pull up in gorilla suits and like rush the crowd and somehow a type of margarita got invented because of this what they were the first place to put a burger on an english muffin wow no england did that well in the first this is like, singles bar I don't oh know. okay this okay. is like the cbgbs of food or something yeah where basically it's innovative and it was a party and but the uh, he he said the reason it once they started expanding and franchising, people were like, you can't put a rock club in our mall parking lot. Mm. So that's when they had to like tone it down, they clean and, it up, put on a tie. Yep, shave their beard. Yep, lose the flair, <laughs> be a little more professional. They're still innovating too. I have an article here. Oh, good. TGI Fridays. This was uh, this 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 Christmas. Um, this last one, they it's had always a Christmas at Fridays. They had a mistletoe drone go around. And make couples kiss. It would fly over the couples, and they would have to kiss. And it kind of got canceled after they hit a reporter in the face. Wait, I was going to say, how this? long would it take to hit? Yeah, they the clipped part of her nose off. Oh, um, that's yeah, it went funny. Yeah, it it went it went south pretty What's quickly. Wrong drone got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> There's a yeah. piece of a reporter's nose in my potato skins. <laughs> Wait, how long ago was that? This was um, Christmas, last Christmas. Oh, okay. They they were trying to be innovative and fun, and they ended up just... And letting off radio-controlled <laughs> yeah, vehicles drones. fly the airs of their restaurant yeah. didn't do it, huh? I love that the, the restaurant industry is pushing for drones, because, like, that's totally what they need, is, like, flying helicopters inside restaurants. Like, it's just such what a natural combination. What are they, like, the, the drones to, to deliver the fries? They, like- yeah, there's another restaurant that's using drones... This was last year. Very Do drones early. have to fly? Can't they just get drones that like move on wheels? They could, but like that's a not robot. fun. Yeah, it's a robot. It's not fun. Yeah. No, they yeah. have. If you look up, there's a. Drone All drones player. are robots, you motherfuckers. It's just. I mean, it's a boring robot. You want it to fly. <laughs> it's a flying robot. Like swatted away. Like <laughs> the fuck out of here. I don't want those fries. Yeah, uh, Singapore has drone waiters now. Of course they do. Yeah, they it's don't a test do market for everything. Awful, probably. I don't know. Drone waiters. Excuse me, can I get more rent? He's like already flying off. Like, how are you supposed to have a drone waiter? You need need them to ask you if everything's okay, because you always need something. Maybe you can communicate via your smartphone. Oh, God, probably. Yeah, just like there's like a ranch button, like there's an app. (laughs) A ranch button. I served for years in literally all anybody ever wanted, no matter what restaurant I worked in. I worked in a Lebanese restaurant. Like, y'all got ranch? (laughs) We ranch have, is good. I'm not a fan. tahini. <laughs> I'm not a fan of ranch. No, I don't like it either. I go in, in and out of phases. It's except, but if you put sriracha in it. Except oh, Buffalo Wild true. Wings has the greatest ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. It's really good on their uh, I've never been wedges. to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm sure I would love it. It's amazing. I went there uh, last time I was... completely accessible. <laughs> you can just go. <laughs> can do like it. for lunch today. Last time I was in Albuquerque, I went there to watch uh, basketball. Mm. I went for a friend's birthday. Mm, yeah, just like really well lit and hard lines and like nothing cozy about it at all. No. While I was there, this is how much Albuquerque is into basketball. It was like the start or no, it was one of the uh, championships, like the conference championships. Kentucky was playing. If they won, it's like perfect season. So it's an important game. That game was on one TV. The Bernie Mac baseball classic, Mr. 3000, was oh, on yeah. six TVs. <laughs> And soccer was on the rest. I mean, I get it. Where am I? (laughs) Where am I right now? That's a hard movie to follow if you walk away from it for too long. So it's good (laughs) to have it on multiple televisions. So, like, if you're going to take a whiz, you can keep checking up with it as you (laughs) walk by. They didn't even have the sound on. (laughs) It doesn't need sound. That's true. That's true. I hate when TVs are on with no sound. 
It drives yeah. me insane because you can be having a conversation with somebody and your eyes just wander back to the TV even though you're not watching it. You have no idea what's going on. I'm just like, it's like a moth to a flame. It's just like back on the TV and then you're watching movement happen and you don't even register you're doing it yeah. until, until you're like, wait. If I'm at a talking bar and they have the news on, I'm just angry. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Someone better be dead. Someone important. Yeah. Someone important better have died. Or a lot of people. Preferably. Preferably, no. I think one important person. We're gonna bleep all no, that out. You oh, edit, edit, edit me out completely. We're not even gonna edit it. It's just, you're just gonna be saying it backwards, like we're editing <laughs> right. curses not, out nope. of a rap song. <laughs> all right, that was fun. Brett, should we do voicemails and comments? And I, Are you yes. really gonna edit that out? Maybe. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter, isn't it, Maria Shahada? Yeah, I mean. But I want you to know that's not true in all cases. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> that's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters. Where Maria Shahada opens disgusting fucking coconut water like some kind of tribal elder doing goddamn voodoo curses with her fucking coconut water. Like we're in the goddamn Bahamas right now. <laughs> this is Santa Monica, you fancy son of a bitch. Like, it's not just as hot as the fucking Bahamas. That's why we call the segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few weeks and respond to them personally. Personally. Fade it out, Brad. So I had my computer with me so I could actually read the comments this time, and my computer died. I had it plugged in, but it was making a buzzing noise. That's weird. It was bad for audio. It was bad pod. Bad, bad pod. I wish I would have done the psychic abilities one. It was bad cast. The psychic abilities one? Yeah. That was, uh, that was last, last week. week. We have voicemails, too. Let's hear it. Hey, I just listened to your podcast, the episode about psychics and shit, and I don't know. I'm a huge skeptic. I'm a big atheist. I think most psychics are total bullshit. But I went to Burning Man in 2013, and I got my spirit read by a psychic at the Shaman Dome. And it wasn't like a cold reading technique like they do on those shitty TV shows. The Shaman Dome! It was guy just sat there and went into a trance and talked at me for like five minutes. And that motherfucker had my life nailed. So, I don't know. I think most psychics are bullshit, but maybe that guy actually is something. So one dude. Bye. The Shaman Zone. 23 locations in Southern California. <laughs> Most psychics are bullshit, but there is one guy in all of the world. The man. The, at yeah. Burning Man. Yeah, yeah the guy who runs the Shaman Zone at Burning Man. Highly recommended. Shaman Zone's actually a chain across the, yeah, that's <laughs> the Southwest. But if there's any place where there, where someone might actually be able to connect to the beyond, maybe a bu- maybe. Yeah, it would be Burning Man because everyone's high. I was going to say, it's a really good business strategy as a psychic to just get your clients really, really high. Yeah. And everybody's vibrations are really Set high. Set up yeah. where everyone's on ecstasy and LSD and just talk to them. Yeah. Everything's going to sound profound yeah. when you're that high. So I'm still skeptical. Go back to him when you're not at Burning Man. And don't call me and say, I wasn't even on drugs. Then I don't even want to talk to you. You're going to to Burning Man without getting high. I went to Amsterdam without getting high, and you continued to talk to me, but I feel like that's going to end after this episode. That's weed, though. Yeah. It's different. Okay. There's, like, other things to do there. If you go to Burning Man, like, it's a bummer if you're not high, I assume. Like, if you're not high, it's just a But it's a bummer if you are high. Yeah. Because you're a Burning Man. Yeah. I've never been to Burning Man. I have not. You've never had any desire to. to spend any time around any of those people. Mm-mm. No, there's nothing I would want to do less 
Except maybe go to a brony convention. That would be fun. Brony? Don't you want to see? Don't no. you want to find out? Brony? Mm-hmm. Brony? Are you scared you'll like it? Mm-mm. All right. What the fuck's a brony? Just uh, Google it. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next show. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be... Just Google it and it'll be an adventure. Yeah. It'll be a good... It'll be fun. You don't have to do it right now. Life, I yeah. have to do it right now. I want to... Brett, do we have another uh, voicemail? Yeah, here's this one. we got a female perspective. Hey, ATB, Brett. This is a... You guys are talking about mashups. I was wondering if either of you have ever heard of Jadiohead. It's basically just Jay-Z and Radiohead, which I think is the Jay-Z mashup that they should have gotten instead of Linkin Park. Standout track to check out, Dirt Off Your Android. Anyway, question is how would I get convinced my girlfriend that one of my female best friends is not into me, never has been, never will, so that I can hang out with her again? Oh, also, I would love to see an episode sometime soon featuring both Quincy and Mo Mandel. I don't think you have Mo on the show enough, and I think those two would be great together. All right. This guy's very guys. demanding. Yeah, yeah thanks, for, thanks for trying to help me produce request. my podcast. Maria, what does he have to do so he can hang out with his female friend again? To, to convince his girlfriend that he doesn't want to be with his female friend? Yeah. Probably not calling to radio shows pleading for their friendship. I think that he's he's got to like let one go. Anyone. Just pick one. Yeah. yeah. You can pick one, but also, but if you know, if the girlfriend's not gonna play ball on that, I mean, is this someone you really want to be with? Nah, but girls are pretty uh, intuitive when it comes to this stuff. It's not just about. It's but not- also, like a guy will. I mean, he probably does want to fuck his friend. <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, he probably does want to fuck his friend. I don't know. I think that if he's fighting for his friend, he should just be with his friend. Well, why can't they just be friends? That's not a thing. She we- probably had. Look, we don't know the full story, but she probably has her reasons for not wanting him around her. If she if she were she could, most females, she could just be a jealous most asshole. Most females are pretty reasonable, but if there's like any kind of reason why we think no, I knew I knew no, it's called unpopular opinion. <laughs> but most that females are pretty reasonable, and I think like if you are really into your girlfriend, but like you're like I'm friends with this person and she trusted you, it'd be fine. But if she has reason not to trust you, then it's an issue, and that's when he called in. We don't have the full story. Yeah, he is calling in like a radio show or a podcast to get advice on this. So it feels like he's, no offense to the show, but it feels like he's like scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> like he's probably asked his friends. Like, he's had his wits. He's, like, yeah. he's asking people he's getting coffee from in the morning, like yeah. Starbucks employees. What do you think? Yeah. But he knows what's, what's going to happen. I mean, Ross had to go back to Rachel eventually. He had to like dump his wife. Yeah, that, I brought that was for us. That was for <laughs> that us. That was for Adam's face. Come on. I just want to see Adam's face when I <laughs> reference friends. It makes me happy, Adam. I have heard of JDO Head. It's for, I highly recommend it. What's JDO Head? It's a mashup. Some guy made up, just mashed up a bunch of Jay Z songs. Oh, Jay Z and Radiohead songs. I would agree that that is a better combo than Jay Z and Linkin Park because Linkin Park is terrible. terrible. I mean, everything's a better combination than yeah. X and Linkin Park. You can't help Linkin yeah. Park. You know how, like, cranberries are terrible, so you have to add it, like, in with apples and grapes and shit? Yeah. Vodka. Linkin Park can't even help by vodka. Yeah. You can't. There's no helping. I have problems of my own. I don't need to hear that motherfucker whine about his. It's just infuriating. Goddamn Linkin Park. <laughs> it's read some textual comments. Yeah. I have a new enemy. Oh, yeah? What's his name? Nice. Michael Schaefer, 33. Oh, yeah. That guy was shitting all over you. I like I it. I know. I just, I just gave him a bunch of you mad bros. And cool story, bros. I gave him a little reaction gif of, you know, that one of 50 Cent, like, smiling at someone and then driving off. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. You, you got so him. I got him good. I got him good. I speak on his level. You he got knows him. Not to, he knows not the front anymore. 
What's uh, Amanda Murphy up to? All this hate on Brett in the comments. Brett is a cool guy. I enjoy his being on the show. He can be a bit of a contrarian and a negative Nelly. Negative. I'm fucking. I can't can you talk today? Which uh, which can get annoying. But he's funny and good at this podcast making thing. I've got something annoying for you right here. I'm just glad she wasn't defending Mel Gibson again this time. So it's you and Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. You are now in league with Mel Gibson, Brett. This guy wants Dan to fire me. Like Dan, yeah. like Dan like, or anyone who is in control of that. Like, I'm my own entity. Yeah. That cracked. Brett is an island. He's a rock. Fuck Brett. Long live Adam <laughs> Todd Brown. Yeah, is yeah. going to be one or the other? Yeah. Every, every comment just, this week was just angry at Brett. Yeah. There was a lot of that. Eric Tully had a lot to say. Oh, Alex. Yeah, Alex diving Alex in. Alex Schmidt was on this? Uh, no. Alex Schmidt just comments a lot. Weird. Because he's the only person at Cracked who listens to the podcast, including me. And who comments on internet things. Well, I did too. But yeah, Brett. I got called out. I had to stand my ground. Like Florida. I could have sh- shot you, <laughs> Eric Schaefer, Michael Schaefer 33, and it would have been completely legal. Yeah, because that episode was about Florida. And I'm white. Oh, the yeah. Lord knows I'm not going to prison. I'm getting a parade. I'm getting a medal. <laughs> but he's white, too. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> One of you would have to be rich for that equation. To- I'm richer. Yeah, whoever's I'm richer, richer than him. Whiter. Are you? Yeah. Probably. All right. This has been fun. Do we have other comments to read? Someone said, Marcos Mendoza. Christ, can Dan O'Brien go 30 minutes without talking about presidents? <laughs> No. 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 He really can't. That's why he wrote a book about him. That's how that works. (laughs) Sam Acapella says, A few years back, I was driving up the California coast with my wife, and we stopped at a nature info center for tourists. We walked in and talked to a man about where we can see elephant seals, eagles, and all that nature-y stuff. This guy reeked of booze at 11 a.m. Other than that, he was nice and informative. Does that have anything to do with the podcast? One of our psychics was just completely hammered. We got oh, there. where? We didn't go to that one. You went to a psychic? In Florida, the spiritualist retreat. It okay. was. It's the psychic capital of the world. I had a psychic um, tell my future, and the shit came true. It was stuff like, um, be careful with a certain contract, which it, I wasn't, and, and I, it got me into a lot of trouble. And then I was going to come into a large sum of money, which I, I came into some money. <laughs> but it was money. It true. Yeah. They predict you'd be doing Maybe podcasts for large... free at uh, 11.30 in the morning. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I'm doing this as a favor to you guys, but oh, I get paid you. for everything awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Words. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we're definitely Yeah, no, I definitely, you. I get paid for nothing. Yeah. But I just get money for free for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff just comes to me. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Do you think that you can do that? You can just like, if you, if you imagine like the secret, one time I imagined $10,000 and I got it. Can you imagine $10,000 now? I did. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Some, it doesn't just like fucking appear McDonald's like... McDonald's drive through <laughs> Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Let's go to McDonald's after this. I'm all for it. All right. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> yeah. My fault. How's your fucking coconut water? It's all right. Good. All right. Should we get the fuck out of here? Yes. Yeah. Maria Shahada, do you have anything to plug? Uh, No. Maria Shahada, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. And then if you know my name, like you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and my website and Instagram. Match.com. Yes. Okay, Cupid. Yeah, I deleted all that stuff. Did you? Mm-hmm. For now. Mm-hmm. Hinge. No, I'm Bobby back on. Hinge, is that a one? Is that one? It sounds like a one. That's a new one. That's the new what? Dating site? Dating site. Oh. I don't know. It's like Tinder, but you can only be matched to, to people uh, to- who you have mutual friends with on Facebook. Well, I don't I've want heard that. Of this. I was gonna. 
Well, actually, my friends are shitheads. I actually judge people for the more friends we have in common. Yeah. If I have a bunch of mutual friends, whoa, no. I need someone with a better friend base than me. So Maria has nothing to plug. Brett, you don't. <laughs> that was really that was loud. Very loud. I don't know. That how was super. Up there. That was Sorry. loud. Intense. What do I have going on? I have shows. Kansas City, April seventh. When does this air? This April first. April it's 1st. not airing. Ho ho. <laughs> we should have done something. We, we should fucking should have next year. Let's, let's just put up an hour. April of Fools. Let's oh, put up an hour of blank space on April of, Fools. Day. An hour of pink noise. Yeah. So April 2nd and 3rd, I'm in Albuquerque doing shows. And then April 7th in Kansas City. April 8th, St. Louis. You can find tickets for all of those on brownpapertickets.com. Or look at our Twitter page, at Unpops. Or the Tumblr page, unpops.tumblr.com. Alex Schmidt runs all of that, and he does a fantastic job. So yeah, come see me tell jokes. I'd appreciate it. I'm at Sleepaway Camp at the Downtown Independent Theater on Tuesday, August 1st. All right. David Bell, is there anything you want to tell people? <sighs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Anything I want to plug, just me. I want people to like me uh, in general. So just, like, enjoy, enjoy me. Um, go on my Twitter, Movie Hooligan, and go Uncracked, because I'm Uncracked. That's it. I'm just, I'm just hanging out. Just really downward turn. Like me. Downward enjoy turn. me, please. Please enjoy me. Downward yeah, please, turn I'm, at the I'm end of the podcast. Just really insecure. <laughs> Everybody love David Bell, please. Yeah. I love you, David Bell. Thank you. I love I'm you, David in Bell. In love with you, David Bell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Your name rhymes with Taco Bell. No, it doesn't. No, it's they both the have same, Bell in it. It's just the same last <laughs> word. I am. Mean, I'm told uh-huh. I'm a descendant of Alexander Graham Bell. Apparently, founder of that. Taco Bell. I got that. Yeah, yeah, that's his deal. Which, which, which was Verizon. which was originally a phone company. Yeah, should walk into Verizon, give me a free phone. <laughs> I've tried it. It's in my blood. All right, we should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Say goodbye, Maria Shahada. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye. Say goodbye, David Bell. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. <laughs>